now from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Welcome to Daytona Motor Mouse. Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly here in Daytona Beach, Florida at the News Journal on our little 6th Street studio. We have one more week of racing. One more weekend of racing for the 2018 season. We're down to four. Four guys who can win the championship. We will eventually, by the end of this thing, we'll give our picks and uh, we'll discuss Homestead and what we're going to see, what we're not going to see, and what we hope to see. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to remember David Pearson, what, who many consider the best ever, who died this past week at 83. Uh, tell our favorite David Pearson stories, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe we won't. Maybe we might want to hold them. Uh, we're going to hear from Clip, Clint, <laughs> Clip Boyer Clint. on a sound clip from or sound Clint from Clip Boyer. Uh, got a little bit uh, for Chip Ganassi and Ross Chastain, Ross the Boss. Uh, Jimmy, look, we're going to hear from Jimmy Johnson. And there was something in the air that night. The stars were right, Fernando. Fernando Lamas. Before you do anything Fernando else. Fernando Alonso. Before you do anything yep. else, you have to say hi to our Facebook Live crowd. Oh, they're out there. Oh, that's what you're doing. I yeah. thought you were just blocking me out with your phone. No. Oh, hello, Facebook Live. It's been a while. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to we're going to give our picks on who's going to win. We're going to play the birthday game, which everybody loves so much. <laughs> and we're going to do all that when we get back right after this. All right, we're back with what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? We're back fast. We don't mess around. Man. All right, we're down to four guys, Mr. Kelly. We got you got your big three and Ringo, basically. Uh, you got your, you got your uh, Kevin Harvick, your Kyle Busch, and your Martin Truex uh, Jr. And then you got Joey. Joey Logan, as we call him around here, one unfortunate typo over the years, and from for the rest of his life, he's uh, Joey Logan to us. Uh, Joey Logano fills out the uh, the final four, and um, that that was a great analogy, by the way. In yeah, your, the Ringo. Yeah, in your top ten on NASCAR, uh, NASCAR, NASCAR this, this week, week. Yeah, comes out Tuesdays here across the nation, everywhere else. Whatever day your newspaper sees fit yeah. to run it. Yeah, yeah. The top we do the top ten driver rankings uh, each week, and. Yeah, Joey Logano, is, uh, his new name is Ringo. But anyway, <laughs> somebody has to be Ringo. Uh, so, uh, you know what's weird is as I've seen how, like, was it four years in this system? And the the champion, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to win the race to be the champion. You just got to finish ahead of the other three guys in the final four. But it's odd that every year since they've gone to the system – the champion won the race at Homestead. Yeah. I mean, that, that streak has to end eventually, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's not going to work. So, well, you're trying to do two <laughs> things at once, there, are you? I was trying to uh, get us both in the picture. Yeah, but it's not going to work because yeah. the, the Sixth Street Studio has a beautiful over view of uh, parking lot. The parking lot here. It is nice. And uh, but because of the light. The way it shines in, no I, can do. I can't do it. So oh, well, I need to bring my little you know thingy what? back. You know, Alfred Hitchcock didn't have a great day all the, every day either. You know, 
What was the question again? Oh, everybody's uh, won. I mean, what aren't we? I mean, it stands to reason if we keep this system, we're eventually going to have the champion I, finish third or something. I again in NASCAR this week. Yeah, I I hope and I pray for that championship round race where all four guys have some kind of problem. Yeah, and the the guy that wins the championship finishes like. 34th <laughs> and he's coming across the finish line the bumper it, hanging bumper hanging yeah. sparks flying yeah. i mean to me that would be more almost more exciting than having a guy win the race so uh, but and well, that, how, about, how about this they, they well damn it they change the rule you can't work on the car forever you only have five minutes got it'd five be minutes. great to be the old like when benny parsons won his championship back in 73 five something yeah like that, and his car was so messed up at rockingham richmond rockingham. rockingham and they were working on it working on it working on it and they and all the attention suddenly went to Benny's crew behind the wall working on his car to get him back out there so he could turn enough laps and finish ahead of and, enough people to win the championship. And other crews. Other yes. guys jumped in. So that would be cool if if you had that. If all of a sudden the championship was going to be won in the garage, you know? Yeah, these these two crews back there working feverishly to see who can get their car fixed and out on the track. But alas, that will never happen. No. The five-minute rule took care five of that. Five-minute rule. Frankly, that was probably never going to happen anyway. The, the, <laughs> the possibility of all four getting wrecked out. I mean, <coughs> oh, that was good. It can happen at a plate race uh, when the big one, the big one can take out all four, but it's not going to happen at Homestead. But uh, but it is going to be odd. I mean, and we've yet to have it, but it's going to be odd. We're like in the old days at Homestead, we had two celebrations a lot. You had the champion right. celebrating his championship, and you had the winner in victory lane. And it was always funny. It'd be like, let's get this victory lane stuff over with so we can get over to the real to the real celebration. <laughs> it's like the winner of the race was almost an afterthought. And it could happen. Could happen Sunday. And and my do you want to take a pick? Do you want to take a shot at who might among the non championship final four, who might could sneak in a win at that race? And it's not gonna be Greg Biffle. Remember he used to win there just oh, yeah. 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 That's a good you want me point. to go first? You want me to go first? Well, I've got the camera on me now. Damn so. it. That's not good for anybody. All right, go ahead. So my pick of non playoff drivers Who's, who has the best chance of winning the race I, or who would you like to see win the race if it's not one of those guys? I think it would be appropriate if Chase Elliott won. Yeah, because, I knew you'd say that. And the reason I say that is because Chevrolet for the second year in a row doesn't have a a dog in this fight. Yeah. Can we say that still? Or dog that, in the fight? Yeah. Dog in the hunt. Dog in yeah, the fight. dog in the hunt. That's better. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. So uh for just for Chevrolet's sake, gosh, they've had a horrible year. Uh wouldn't that be a you know, a positive note for them, knowing that, you know, one of the other guys is one of the other manufacturers gonna win. And is this the championship. still wall to wall Ford down there in Homestead? Is it Ford championship week? Yeah, it's so, Ford yeah. Ford EcoBoost two hundred, Ford EcoBoost three hundred. And guess what the last race is? Uh Bojangles four hundred. <laughs> I guess it's the Ford EcoBoost four hundred. Right. Yep. Uh I think Denny Hamlin. Well, let's. I'm going to say Denny Hamlin because doesn't he have a streak of of seasons with a win? And he's and you saw. I mean, he got tangled up last week. He was right in the thick of it, and he was trying to win the race. He desperately wants to win. And uh, FedEx, as Joe Gibbs has says, has said, Joe FedEx wants Denny Hamlin to win. That's a smart outfit, isn't it? Look at that. 
got distracted for a second. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, now I would say Denny Hamlin is my pick among the non-four who might sneak in there and win the race. Well, you know, headset. Denny Hamlin and Jimmy Johnson – are yeah. the two guys that have the win streak? No, cha- no chance for Jimmy. He's just he's finishing fifteenth now. You know, now yeah, it's, he's out of it. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, his his mind's in other places. We'll get to that later. Oh, later. Geez, you're teasing. Uh, you're foreshadowing. We're going to let the Facebook Live people go. So uh, say goodbye, Willis. Get gone. Go do something. <laughs> All right, continue on. Um, so that so we got that covered. What are you doing? I'm sending out our... Techno uh, Beaver? Yeah. David Pearson died at 83. I've I've always been among those who, uh, I guess because, you know, everybody just assumed Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, you know, greatest ever. But if you look percentage-wise, Pearson had an amazing win percentage. He ran, uh, he was a part, he, you know, he never ran roughly a third to a half of the races. When his best years were with the Wood Brothers in the 70s. They were running, running partial schedules. They just run the big races, and hell, he's winning half of them. It seemed like, and uh, so he he ran four back in the '60s. There were four seasons where he ran all or nearly all of the races. That's back when they were running forty-five to fifty-something races a year, and uh, and he ran almost all of them four times. And of the and other than that, he didn't have anything close to full seasons. And of those four full seasons, or nearly about, he won three championships. And I can remember him just looking at me and saying, hell, if if I'd known they were going to make such a big deal about him later on the championships, I I mean, I would have won several more. (laughs) And he probably would have. Are are we going back on air? Well, now we're on Periscope. Oh, you're Periscoping. My God, it never ends. This This is the Daytona Motor Mouse from 6th Street Studio and beautiful So we had 105 wins and about 105 poles back when poles used to, you know, be something guys fought over, you know, on on race weekends. Yeah, the the qualifying is a lot different now. Yeah, and, and and the big thing that really just tells you everything you need to know about him is he won 10 times at Darlington back when it was a skinnier track than it is now without power steering. <laughs> and he was he was the man at Darlington. One of those 10 wins at Darlington came, I believe, in 79. Dale Earnhardt had broke his shoulder. I think it was in Earnhardt's rookie year. He missed a couple of races. And one of them was Darlington. And uh, Pearson had left the Wood Brothers and was just kind of like in limbo. Right. And uh, and he was kind of at an advanced age for a racer even then. And uh, so Pearson uh, filled in for Earnhardt for in the Rod Osterling car, I believe, at Darlington, and won the race. That was his tenth win. And that was his tenth win at Darlington, and and uh, you know the the funny part about that is is that uh, this better be funny. This, no. <laughs> All right. this I was going to say be the really. ironic part, but I'm not sure if it's ironic <laughs> irony or coincidence. But but you know Dale Earnhardt finished his career with nine Darlington wins. He was one win behind Pearson, right? And he would have been tied with Pearson if he hadn't gotten hurt and Pearson got in his car to win his tenth race at Darlington. Whew, not funny, and a long way to go for a little bit of payoff. <laughs> My God. That was a long walk, my, my friend. Goodness, my goodness. So, anyway, talk to me about David Pearson. Where does he rank in your pantheon of definitely a Mount Rushmore of NASCAR drivers? Well, you, you, you could have, I mean, it's Pearson, Petty, one, Earnhardt. two, Earnhardt, one, two, who's, who's three. On Mount, who's the Mount Rushmore of NASCAR drivers? You know, if you talk about championships, 
Then you've got Petty, and you got Earnhardt. Well, and, and wins. 200 wins well, for Petty. No, for no, no, no. I'm just, we gotta, you got to look at it from different angles. So I'm using the prism. You know you know oh. what I mean, right? Pr- I do. Prism. I'm stuck in Folsom <laughs> Prism. Yeah. So I'm using the prism of championships. So those two guys have seven championships. I'm not going to put Jimmy Johnson in this discussion because he's still active. So we don't know, you know, what his yep. deal is. Yes. So uh, just those are the three top guys. Now the now you look at the winning percentage, Pearson. Yeah. You look at uh, the times he ran for the championship, which was what? How many times? Four. And he won it three. Three out of four. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you could go, we could argue and all day about. I can't. I'm beat. <laughs> you get. You need more vitamins, I think. Yeah, I'm B12. So, anyway, um, anyway, there's no doubt in my mind that David Pearson yes. is. In pregnant pause. In some categories, he's the all-time best. Yeah. And in a lot of people's opinions, he's the all-time best. My, I just I keep getting stuck on something I stumbled upon a few minutes ago about the whole Mount Rushmore thing. Earnhardt, Petty, and Pearson are definite three of the four. Yeah. I think I can make about five different arguments on who should be the fourth. Yeah. You know, Junior Johnson, You can I can make an argument for Junior Johnson because he symbolized what the sport was all about, and he won championships and races. I could make a case for Jeff Gordon because he changed the face of the sport when he came along. I mean, you know, he had, what, four championships? Right. Four. Four championships. He's third in wins, I think, career wins. Well, but he also yeah. symbolized that that changing of the guard in the sport, where he came well, over from uh, Indy and and open well, think, wheel sprint cars I think and all these that. Guys, the, all the guys we mentioned, yeah. represented a changing of the guard in some way. Because you look at Richard Petty's era, and that was the second generation of NASCAR. Yeah, you had the Lee Petties and the Paul Goldsmiths and. You know, Buck Baker and all the mess. You know, all the, the the Flock brothers, you know. Flock. That was the first generation. And then you had Dick Petty. Yep, yep. <laughs> David But Pearson. I'm just thinking, who would it be? Would it be Junior Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Jim, uh, Jimmy Johnson. You have to put him in consideration for the fourth. So, frankly, I guess maybe just those three guys you would consider. Maybe Kale or DW. But I don't know who the fourth would be among the drivers. I think well, I, I, I sort of lean toward uh, – I lean a little bit toward Junior Johnson because I think his big old mug would look good up there on the mountain. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he's got that. That's what he symbolized. I mean, yeah. he, he was the moonshine runner, and that's what the sport was born from. And yeah, and Richard Petty obviously is a no-brainer, and and neither and so is David Pearson and Dale Earnhardt. Right. So those you don't have to think about. I don't think you don't have to think about. I don't that. think you have to think about. You know what I'm you thinking go. about is moving on. Yeah, I'm you know why? On. You know why? Oh, you know what? Before we move on, though. We're going to hear from Clint Boyer, aren't we? Clint Boyer. we got to yeah. hear from somebody who represents the have-nots, the guys who are now on the outside looking in, who got who got punted from the party and are now uh, among the non-big four going to Homestead. So are we going to hear from Clint? Is that what you want to do? Clint Boyer. Okay. Um, with Mike and all of us, uh, all the guys on the 14 car, it's been a lot of fun to go, go to a battle you know, each and every week all across the country with these guys. Uh, Stuart Haas, can't say enough about the guys, um, you know, 
the job the minimum minimum done is Stuart Haas getting all four cars in the in the uh, you know the the playoffs and then obviously winning and being in victory lane and everything the four and everybody involved is done for us um, you know proud of our season bummed for our day it's always fun to come out here in Phoenix and uh, hell of a crowd today appreciate everybody coming out and unfortunately we were we were a caution you never want to be a caution a caution you never want to be a caution you I like that want to be a caution it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a break. we got a lot more coming up. We're going to, we're going to give our picks. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, Ross Chastain. We're going to hear from uh, Jimmy and Fernando. And, uh, and we're going to end it with the birthday game f- uh, right after we make our uh, take, picks for Final Four. Say goodbye uh, to Periscope. Four. Bye, Perry. Good to see you. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we're back with uh, you'll get that big-time auto racing. Ken Willis, Godwin, Kelly, the Daytona Motor Mouse. <clears throat> you get some promotional stuff. Is what you sometimes get in auto racing. That's, uh, what you get is uh, driver announcements for the next season, and uh, and what you sometimes get are uh, little promotional gimmicks. And uh, first, we're gonna do the driver announcement. Announcement: Ross Chastain is the guy who's beating it around this year and, and was uh, doing what he whatever he needed to do to get ahead in the sport from a long line of watermelon farmers in Southwest Florida, right? Ross yeah. the boss, yeah, that, and uh, yeah, and we haven't had much of that in NASCAR over the years. Had a lot of things, but not many watermelon <laughs> farmers. So uh, Ross uh, drove a couple of races for free this year, and a one-one, maybe one-two of them, driving Chip's equipment down in the Bush Series, which they like to call the Xfinity Series. Well, let me just interject something real okay. quick here because his debut in the forty-two Xfinity car, mm-hmm. uh, he led at darlington yeah how's that for not bad for uh coming out you know for yeah, your, what to, excuse me <laughs> to try and show your talent gotcha and they put you in a car at darlington okay uh he led stage one you know they break these into stages now right yeah okay. i've heard that so he led stage one he led stage two and then in stage three as he was fighting for a position he got in an accident or something like that yeah. and then either the next week or the week after that he won and he remember that great victory lane photo with the watermelon yeah 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 holding a water like holding a trophy but yeah. he's holding a watermelon over yeah, absolutely that was spectacular where do you rank seedless watermelons on on the on technological advancements of our generation it's the top one it's amazing isn't it it's right behind um relaxed fit jeans and teflon Teflon's not bad. Yeah. Teflon's pretty good. That saved a lot of hours at the sink scrubbing, you know? Yes, sir. And then, of course, uh, the, garage, the automatic te- garage door opener. Well, that, and then, um, tan- what's that stuff that sticks together? The cloth? Velcro? Velcro. You're going to be wearing Velcro sneakers soon once you get to that I age. I did. Oh, my God. I, I I'm did sorry. all through my 40s. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Not, but that was a style thing, not, that's a, <laughs> not not out of function. You were doing it just for the style of it. It yeah. was just easy to put on. Yeah, I'm seedless probably... watermelons are unbelievable. If you put a watermelon in front of me and it's got seeds in it, ugh, might as well be eating sand spurs. <laughs> but anyway, here, we're going to hear from Ross Chastain, the watermelon farmer with Chip Ganassi, right? Ganassi talks first, yes. and then Ross... Uh, Talks. Do I need to make myself comfortable, or does this go quick? It's only a minute. All right. I think we all saw, whether it was in Darlington or Vegas, that, and, and knowing a little bit of the story, I think we all know that Ross is the kind of guy you want to root for. And, uh, and he's capable of winning, and you know I like winners. Ross, want to talk about how it feels right now? What's going through your mind? 
Uh, I'm just trying not to throw up, honestly. Uh, it's 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 unreal, honestly. These uh, no, I'll be down at the farm quite a bit because uh, there is a lot of work to be done down there with my family, um, genuinely with the farm. So, uh, you know, it's um, I still want to be a part of that as well. But um, race cars are our priority number one above and beyond. And obviously, this is a chance of a lifetime. And uh, you know, I'll look back on days like this and in 50 years and uh and think man how cool that was and how i was sitting up on at that table about to throw up the whole time and kept rambling but um yeah i still want to be involved with the farm as much as i can a lot of vomit talk there for a guy who's a farmer you know yeah yeah so uh also what you'll get what you'll get in big time auto racing is uh promotional deals and this one involves Jimmy Johnson and Formula One racer Fernando Alonso, who also ran the Indy 500 this past year and the Rolex 24 and uh, made a lot of friends over here this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a lot of friends. He's, uh, he's enjoyable and, uh, in, and obviously a good racer. And explain this a little bit, what's going on. Mr. Kelly, I'm talking to you. Me? Yes. Oh. Um, well, remember when... Uh Alonzo was in the Rolex 24? Yeah. Okay, the day before he got to Daytona, he stopped at Charlotte for a NASCAR media event. I remember that, yep. So that's where he met Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. And the idea was floated that they do that thing where they drive each other's cars. Now, didn't Montoya and Jeff Gordon do that about 10 years ago? And then yeah. uh, Stewart and Hamilton did it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Forgot. Yeah. Plum forgot. Yep. So this is the third time that NASCAR and Formula One guys have swapped cars. All right. Now they're both going to talk about it, or which who's going first? What do you Jimmy think? Jimmy kind of sets the table. Yeah. And then we throw Alonzo in there because I just love the guy's voice. Oh, uh, sure. And we have to turn up the gain because Fernando. he was actually in. Uh, he wasn't at Phoenix. He was in Brazil. Oh, okay. And they they had a very weak signal. Uh, well. <laughs> so I have to. Tell the producer oh, that after Jimmy Johnson, we have to turn up the gain. Crank it. Crank it up. The gain is what they call it in the audio so. world? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, he only had to mention it once. He said, hey, man, would you ever want to you know, trade cars? I'm like, heck yeah. So um, you know, immediately you know, we started the process with our teams, and it's been a, a very fun process. Everyone at McLaren has been fantastic. It's been great to, uh, to watch Formula One with a whole new interest, knowing that I get a chance to drive um, Fernando's car and um, go watch the final race in Abu Dhabi. Um, two weeks, I guess it is, and then have a chance to drive the car in Bahrain. So um, started in January, and, and here we are in uh, November finishing it off. Um, well, the first thing I think is, is going to be um, to have fun. I think uh, we all love uh, racing, any type of racing, and uh, to, to test for the very first time uh, a car uh, of NASCAR and, uh, you know, with uh, the huge following and uh, and and all the repercussion that uh, NASCAR has in, in the world of motorsport, for me, is just uh, the first thing that I, I want to experience and I want to um, to have that opportunity in life. And it, it's happening now in a couple of weeks' time. So that's the very first thing that I, I want to, to, to do and, 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 and to have fun is the first priority. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, ultimate, I think what you want is is to be a better driver in the future. So I probably will learn things from, from the team. I will learn things from, from Jimmy. 
uh, and uh, you know different driving styles, different techniques, different approach of, of racing, and uh, all of that it, it will make uh, a better driver uh, for myself. So uh, that's that's the second thing. And uh, to race in the future, I think uh, first I need to, to test the car uh, to to see how it feels. Uh, to see how enjoyable it is to uh, to drive it. Thank you, Fernando. Come <laughs> right, on, you gotta love that voice. All right, know what else? I like taking a break. All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna be back with the last leg of uh, Motor Mouse Daytona Motor Mouse, and we're gonna pick a winner for Homestead. Right, right, all right. Three, we'll be- two, one. Back going to close it out with uh, Green White Checkers, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. I have uh, written down who I who my pick for Homestead, and uh, that way I don't change mine based on whoever you pick. I right. just turn my little sheet over and show you the name who I think not necessarily may not leave there with the race trophy, but I believe will leave there with the championship trophy. And you know if. if the current trends hold he'll also have the race trophy give me your pick for who's going to be the champion after next sunday at homestead well i have a head pick and i have a heart pick well i want one pick oh man you can't do that you got to tell me so given the two i gotta go with your head pick i mean who's you pick with your head i'm not gonna tell you I'm going to tell you who's in my heart. All right. Well, take your. You, you only get one, so you choose your head or your heart. I'm choosing the heart. Okay. And I think it's uh, a perfect setup. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those kind of where everything falls together, and we see Martin Truex Jr. Jr. win the championship. Yep. I didn't say the race. I said the championship. Okay. Um, and what a fitting end. I mean, the team, there won't be a team on Monday. Right. There won't be a team on Monday. Yeah. They're racing for a championship on Sunday. Interesting. I mean, you got to go with that. Okay. You just got to. Who are you going to go with in your head? <laughs> just curious. I think the overwhelming favorite in my mind and that's the head area, yeah. not the heart area. Cranial. Yeah, is Harvick. Really, I think he's spooked by what happened a couple of weeks ago. I think that team is spooked, and they're running a little antsy because, you know, they, they changed. They put a I different spoiler on a car. I don't, think, I don't think they're going to, even if they have some kind of infraction, I don't think they're going to take a championship away. No, but I'm just saying I think the team in general, I think that threw them for such a loop that it just, I think it kind of knocked them off stride a little bit. I might be dead can, wrong. Can I add, add one more thing? What? Because of that penalty, because of that 40-point penalty, that's how Truex got in to the right. final. Right. So his this bad karma thing he's had all during these playoffs, yes. I mean, my God. He's been a, the leader on the yep. last lap two races. The worm has turned, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so okay. he he was not in a position. He was with those air suckers, <laughs> you know, those those other four guys. Yeah. He was one of those guys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that 40-point difference, yep. he, he was in, you know. Well, you got to have a little luck every now and then. That's it. You're that. That's it, right there. You want to know who I wrote down? Okay, Joey. 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 Joey Logan. 
Joey Logan? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Miss Young Mister Logano, who still looks young. Yeah, I think he's going to be a little bit of a su- surprise. I'm just wanting to be different. I, you know, I don't know anybody who's pulling for Kyle. Uh, I think the Harvick team is a little. You know, I think they're just a little spooked by everything. I think. I mean, I could be dead wrong. And uh, Truex, I, I think he's going to get one last blast of bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that'll that'll dampen his uh, chances. So I'm going to go with Joey Logano. So wow. just to be, if just to be, you know, Ringo. Just going with Ringo. Are you going to play the birthday game and get out of here? We only got a few. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Mr. Kelly is very good at picking the ages of these people who, from the racing world uh, who are having birthdays over the in the next week. Uh, Thursday, we t- we taped this pod on a Wednesday. And uh, on Thursday, Gene Haas from Stuart Haas Racing, Haas Automo- Automation. Gene Haas is having a birthday Thursday. How old do you think old Gene is? Uh, 65. I told you he was good, folks. 66. Mm. Pretty darn good. Friday, you're going to nail this one. Terry Labonte on Friday. Terry Labonte, 62. Exactly. God almighty. That was easy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, this one might be very easy for you, too. It's the last one. Sunday. Oh, this is great. We mentioned it earlier, who I said could win the race, who's outside of the playoffs. Yeah. Denny Hamlin's birthday is Sunday, race day. Denny Hamlin? God, I didn't even know that. That really makes me think he... 38-year-old Denny Hamlin? God, you're amazing. All right. Nailed it. You nailed two and almost nailed the third. Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly, anything to say before we shut down the pod? Um, I am going to be watching that race Sunday. Okay. And uh, I, watch, I watch most of them during the year, but there are certain ones at, like Homestead. Yep. That you've got to wa- you've got to watch it. I mean, you've just got to see what. Tell happens. me what to do. I'm listen, boy. I'm telling all right, you. All right. All right. So uh, we'll see what happens Sunday. We'll get back to you next Wednesday. Anything we say or do will have no effect on the outcome whatsoever. Nothing. That's a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> In case Denny Hamlin doesn't win or Joey Logano isn't the champion. This all right. Till next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.